see more innovation in packaging and processing at Pack Expo International than anywhere else in the world. It's the show that defines where the industry is headed, with the solutions that define where your business can go. Discover cutting-edge packaging technology, processing equipment, new materials, sustainable solutions, supply chain resources, and much, much more. You'll walk away with innovative solutions to challenges big and small. Register at PackExpoInternational.com. You're listening to Unpacked with PMMI, where we share the latest packaging and processing industry insights, research, and innovations to help you advance your business. Hi, and welcome to Unpacked with PMMI. I'm your host. Sean Riley. Today we welcome Pat Finley, who serves as R&D Senior Director of Global Beverages Packaging for one of the world's largest and most recognizable brands, PepsiCo. The multinational food and beverage company was the official title sponsor of the Pack Challenge, the first of its kind end-to-end packaging competition that brought six high school teams together for a machine-building challenge at Pack Expo International in Chicago. Pat breaks down the unusual path he took to a packaging career and why the U.S.'s largest food and beverage company has prioritized positioning STEM careers in packaging and processing to young adults. He also highlights the inroads PepsiCo has made towards a more gender and racially diverse workforce. Let's listen. So with all the fancy introductions out of the way, welcome to the podcast, Pat Finley. Hi, Sean. Thanks for having me today. Oh, the pleasure is all ours. So before we, we dive into um, all the initiatives that PepsiCo is involved with and how, how supportive you guys were of the uh, PAC Challenge at PAC Expo International, probably makes a little bit of sense to let everybody kind of know who you are and a little bit about your background and you know how you got into this world of packaging because I know a lot of us, I wasn't born growing up saying, I want to be a packaging guy, and I ended up... Uh, you know, doing this as a career. So I'm curious how you got started. I will go back to high school. So in all honesty, I was not a particularly good student in high school, but I liked math and I liked science. And as I went into my senior year, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with myself when I graduated and looking at college. Um, And a friend of mine who was a quality engineer at a plastics manufacturing plant and automobile um, dashboard decoration company got me a job basically sweeping the floors in an assembly plant for plastics components. And over the course of about a year, I worked my way up from being the floor sweeper to a tooling handler to ultimately a shift supervisor. And during the course of that time, I I really got an interest in plastics. So when I went to university, I went to Ferris State University in Big Rapids, Michigan, and I went and have a Bachelor of Science in plastics engineering. So I don't have a packaging background directly, uh, but I do have an engineering background. When I graduated from university, I went to work for the packaging division of Johnson Controls, which at that time had a packaging division, and today is now known as Amcor Rigid Packaging. Uh, It's been sold Mm -hmm. a couple of times. And I worked with them for about 10 years in a number of different roles. I started out in facilities engineering, Moved over to R&D when I took an expat assignment in Europe for a couple of years, came back, and then moved into a more traditional packaging development type role. Uh, so 
I kind of found my way into packaging versus starting out going, I want to be a packaging engineer. But I was just thinking about it from a point of view of the story that we're kind of talking about today is you kind of represent the whole, you don't have to come out of high school and necessarily know this is what I want to be when I grow up type deal. Yep. Uh, a lot of people think I have to go into college and I have to get it da, 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 and yours kind of played out the way um, we're, we're trying to explain to a lot of people that there's different avenues out there for for people. So I, I interrupted and I apologize for that, but I'm old enough. I didn't say that now. I probably would have forgot. So please continue. <laughs> uh, well, you bring up a great point because when I signed up to go into plastics engineering at Ferris State, there was a wait list to get into the university, into that program, because it was very small at the time. And I actually did a year and a half of community college, taking some of my basic general courses to get them out of the way before I started my full time at university. Uh, so I certainly did not follow the traditional path of coming out of high school, went straight into an engineering program and finished up in four years. My total time was about a little over five with that community college time spent while I was also working in a facility gave me a lot of great experience on the floor and in a, in a plastics plant in a manufacturing facility. So after about 10 years with Amcor, uh, I joined PepsiCo. An opportunity came up for me to come out here to the East Coast and join our packaging group, which at the time was four people and actually reported into marketing. So we we're part of the marketing team officially in the in the organization system. Packaging was very um, junior and new to a structured organization program. I've now been with PepsiCo for 23 years, and I've done a number of different roles. I started out supporting our North America beverages on CSDs. I moved over to our advanced engineering, uh, the three-year, five-year, seven-year out type programs, a little more blue sky and much stronger on the research side. After about three years in that, I went over to our Pepsi International organization, where I was based in New York, but I was traveling around the world supporting our non-carb packaging developments outside of North America. I came back to the North America organization for a couple of years leading our hydration and uh, portfolio. So things like Sobe, Aquafina, some of our brands that like Propel, that we're growing and focusing on the hydration area. And then in 2013, I took over mm -hmm. global leadership of our Pepsi Lipton joint venture packaging team. Again, based out of New York, but looking at Pepsi at Lipton packaging developments around the globe. I was in that role for about seven years. And then in 2020 came back into the beverages packaging team uh, where I lead our global packaging resources around the world. So my team is comprised of people in China and in India, Mexico, Brazil, Ireland, and Moscow currently. So have a, have a pretty broad team spread out around the globe. And I would say a pretty far <laughs> leap from, you know, sweeping the floors, you know, learning about plastics years ago and, and getting an interest there. I mean, that that's a pretty amazing story from like you said, not necessarily having any idea or any interest or not even being exposed to it, then learning about plastics and then working your way into packaging, which is a pretty cool um, sort of uh, case history or case study on, on how you can get into an industry like this and how we kind of all end up here. So that that's pretty interesting to hear, Pat. Now, from from our point of view, we're, we're bringing you 
here because PepsiCo was was wonderful in in being involved with and in sponsoring the pack challenge that PMMI put on at uh, Pack Expo International, which kind of for people who don't know, it, it basically took a bunch of high school students and and had them design and put together and build an, an actual machine that was going to, you know, mock up and, and package a product, which was a crazy endeavor for someone like me to wrap my head around. I wouldn't even begin to know how to do something like that in high school. But I guess from PepsiCo's point of view, why was it important for a company like Pepsi to to develop these kind of initiatives and these type of programs and be involved with these things that are sort of looking towards the future of the workforce? Yeah, we, we definitely see growth opportunities as we look at people coming out of high school that, similar to myself, don't necessarily know what they're looking for. They like math. They like science. They like that component, but don't really understand what a STEM career is all about. So getting some engagement, bringing them some visibility to what STEM is, how it can impact your way of working, uh, the types of areas that you can develop in is really building a strong baseline for the future workforce that we're going to have tomorrow. Uh, if I look at our team around the world, and we mentioned a little bit earlier, Sean, maybe 15% of the people came out of packaging schools. We have petroleum engineers, we have mechanical engineers, we have chemical engineers. So we look at the engineering mindset as the baseline and say, how do we take that and teach them about packaging as we're bringing in people that may not necessarily have a packaging background? And then how do we make packaging more interesting in the engineering field as a whole, from a PepsiCo point of view, more interesting to young people that are still deciding what they want to do and how to get that exposure to something like STEM. Very cool. So what are some, I guess, kind of specific things? What are some of the initiatives outside of, obviously, you guys were huge supporters of, of this um, PAC challenge that PMMI put on, but what are some of the other initiatives outside of that that PepsiCo is kind of working on to sort of propel this uh, STEM as a career? Yeah, right now we, we have a, a number of different ways that we're approaching it. Uh, you may have heard of the Next Million Girls Moonshot which is a program that we're sponsoring mm -hmm. and supporting around how do we drive STEM to a million more girls that are still in high school and, and bring girls and women the opportunity to look at engineering type backgrounds and STEM type backgrounds as an area that they want to pursue. Uh, you know, you have the age old belief that engineering STEM is a male oriented and we're seeing more and more positive performance and we're seeing better integration and diversity as we're bringing in more and more female engineers. We're also doing a lot of focus with SWE, so Society of Women Engineers. We're focusing with NISBE, the National Society of Black Engineers. We're also working with SHIP around how do we bring more diversity into the workforce that we're bringing into PepsiCo from an engineering and STEM point of view. So we're looking to expand the reach of engineering to communities that in the past may not have had that type of exposure or may not have as much exposure as we could have possibly helped drive. And that's a fantastic thing to hear on my or on our end, because we do a lot of these podcasts and we we constantly hit on um, to the point where I, I know anyone listening to this is going to groan because it, it, we're always talking about how we have all these jobs that need to be filled, um, particularly in in manufacturing and packaging and processing um, and there are all these people that could fill them, whether it be uh, minorities, um, women who haven't had the exposure or the maybe even a kind of a welcome mat to come in and take part in these type of things. So it's great to see that that PepsiCo is kind of using that as a focus. 
which kind of leads me into how else are you guys kind of expanding your recruiting efforts to fill out the the workforce of the future? Is, is it j- not just, but are we just doing things like the things you mentioned? Or I know you've talked about some global things that you're working on. Does it touch on that as well? Or so just something like that that you could speak about? I happen to be on our R&D recruiting steering committee. Uh, so I'm involved in, in a number of different activities okay. around that side. Uh, a couple of areas that we're looking at and to your point around reaching communities and people that may not have had exposure in the past. Uh, if you look at a traditional internship or a co-op type program at the place like PepsiCo, you're looking at people that are pursuing their bachelor of science degrees or master's degrees in well-established schools. And we're now expanding that to reach out to community colleges. How do we look at people that are pursuing a two-year degree and saying, okay, we want to bring you in. We identify you as a strong talent, somebody who's got the right mindset and way of thinking of what we're looking for for an engineer. We will help you develop your education as you come in. Uh, So we have programs like My Education, where we may bring in somebody who's got a two-year program or somebody who's a frontline employee that's looking to grow their capabilities and experience and offer them education opportunities that can lead to undergraduate degrees tuition reimbursement. So driving in an upskilling of the workforce in general. And then we're also looking at, from a community college point of view, how do we bring in somebody with a two-year degree and offer them the educational background, the educational support and things like tuition reimbursement again to reach that four-year degree if that's something that they're interested in pursuing. Um, Historically, we wouldn't have necessarily had that type of exposure. And those are areas that we're looking at. And I use myself as an example. I did two year, about a year and a half of community college um, before I went into university. I thought that was a great experience. I thought it was a great opportunity for me to get some courses out of the way that were more general, but also allow me to focus on what do I need to do once I do get into university. And I, it just seems like such a, a natural blueprint, especially in this day and age where I don't think, you know, there's this pressure. Again, we touched on a little bit earlier where kids are coming out of high school and they need to know what they're going to do with the next 50 years of their life or 40 years of their life. And nobody at the, you know, there's a handful of people that, you know, they, they might know their, what they want to do, but the majority don't know. And, and they go and they to a four year college and end up not using it, what they majored in or going in a different direction. And that's fine. But, but I see a lot more of this kind of taking your time and figuring out what you want to do, like you did, for instance, um, going into a community college and getting the courses out of the way that you're going to have to take no matter what without really focusing on the things that may end up being your career, which, you know, in, in PepsiCo's case, you're, you're basically saying you guys go to a, a community college and come here and we're going to help sort of shape you into the, this, you know, what is a very profitable and, and, and wonderful career. Yep. Yeah. And, and I would even build on that a little bit. And it goes back to a little bit around what PepsiCo is. Um, we are a 300,000 person plus company globally. Um, as I mentioned, my team is based around the world. Uh, so we also offer a lot of opportunities to somebody who may come in and start out in packaging and decide they want to go to operations, decide they want to go to supply chain, into procurement. Um, We bring in people from quality into the packaging group. We bring in people from engineering teams into the packaging group. And then we also offer global opportunities through programs like Global Rotations, where somebody may go live in a place like Shanghai for six months and work with the Shanghai team and understand the way the China business runs. We also bring and relocate people from international 
into the U.S. Uh, recently, this last year, we brought over a person from India to fill a role for us in Chicago, that he was a perfect fit, was looking for a global opportunity, and it was an opportunity for us to offer exposure and growth experience to somebody who proved themselves, was a great engineer, and was looking for an opportunity to do something new and unique. Uh, so you come into PepsiCo in a packaging engineering type role. That doesn't necessarily mean that's where you're going to end up your career with PepsiCo. You may decide you want to do something different. And there is a lot of different areas to go in a company with our scale and our scope. Yeah, that, that's I, I'm interested. Might have to check out the, the career opportunities <laughs> page now that you told me about all these. I get to travel the world and things like that. That's a really cool uh, initiative and a and a really unique way to sort of, like you said, expose people to different aspects of the business that might be a thing that like that they settle on as the thing that they want, you know, to be their career. So I guess with that in mind, you've kind of touched on a, a bunch of different sort of diversity type activities. Are there any other things that um, that we might be missing that, that PepsiCo is working on from a um, diversity aspect? You kind of touched on women and minorities and things like that. Yeah, PepsiCo is a corporation. You know, if you look beyond just the engineering and the packaging teams and R&D and look at the broader corporation, mm -hmm. you know, we've got a lot of initiatives going around around uh, racial equality and our racial equality journey in 2020, uh, we made some commitments to how do we continue to drive diverse employment and diverse representation in our management and senior leadership roles. Uh, so we've got a lot of activities around bringing in and identifying diverse talent. And I mentioned NISB, I mentioned SHIP, we're, we're looking to those organizations to help us with identifying talent that we want to bring into PepsiCo so that we start seeing a more diverse workforce, especially in North America. Uh, our, our racial equality journey is a little bit North America centric, uh, where we have some of our biggest challenges. Mm -hmm. And we've made some great progress in the last couple of years in driving diversity, especially at the senior leadership level. And we think that there's a massive benefit that comes with that. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's wonderful to hear. So I, I took you a little longer than than um, we said we were going to have you on for, Pat. But I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to, to kind of come on here and, and break down a lot of the things that PepsiCo is doing out there in the world. So thank you very much for coming on the pod. My pleasure, Sean. I'm glad to do it. Please rate, review, and subscribe. To do that, go to the iTunes podcast or Spotify app on your phone and search for Unpacked with PMMI.